friends. Welcome back to the Balance Blonde podcast, Soul on Fire. Today's guest is a very, very, very special woman. I was going to say human, but I just called you guys humans and I can only use that word in one sentence so many times. So this amazing, amazing woman <laughs> who is our guest today on the show, her name is Lena Caltagironi and I've been talking to her back and forth on email for what we realized was probably about four years uh, at the very least. She reached out before she hosted her first retreat, which she calls Soulcation. And Soulcation has absolutely blown up now, which we will get into. But back in the day, it was brand new and she was hosting it and she was looking for a t-shirt company to gift to all of her retreat goers. So when I had my clothing line, Truth Balance Virtue Apparel, we gifted her a bunch of t-shirts for all the women who came on her retreat. She sent us amazing photos of everybody and it was a really fun partnership all around. And since then, she has her life has changed a lot. She got this itch to kind of live a bigger life, I would say. Um, we talk a lot about this in the episode, but Lena was engaged and she was living in Tampa where she grew up. And I think the universe probably started to speak to her and give her some inklings that there was more out there in this lifetime for her and she wasn't supposed to settle into this life that was comfortable to her and easy and something that she was totally planning on living. She she was destined for more. So she actually left her relationship, um, moved to Los Angeles, started a manifestation coaching business. She was a full-time lawyer and eventually stopped doing that and now is a manifestation coach and hosts these incredible retreats. She has private clients. She has online courses for manifesting money and financial abundance. And she is an all-around spirit junkie. She's a student of Gabby Bernstein, who we love, who's been on this show. And ooh, it's 444. Make a wish. Angel numbers while I'm recording. Um, and yeah, Lena's just really cool and so fun to have here. I was like lost in a vortex talking to her. I could have just gotten down the rabbit hole talking and talking and talking because we could have never stopped. She's amazing. Very soul on fire. You guys will love her. I can't wait for this conversation. And first, let me give you a little wellness tip of the week because that's the new thing lately when I remember to do it. So I don't know if you guys are on the CBD train yet, but CBD has been a huge part of my life for a couple years now, ever since my insomnia went out of control and CBD started to really help me sleep. So right now I'm looking at my Vibes Peach Ginger. It's like a hemp CBD drink, kind of like kombucha. They sell them all over LA now. I don't know where else you can find them, but I personally love these little tinctures of Medterra CBD. This is not a sponsorship. This is just my wellness tip of the week. CBD, CBD oil. It will calm you down. It will 
lower anxiety. Um, it helps with aches and pains, all sorts of things. So I love Medterra. You can use the code blonde. If you go to their website, medterracbd.com. I use the little tinctures before bed and I also use them in recipes and all sorts of other things. So if you're not on the CBD train yet, maybe try it out. It doesn't make you feel high like THC, but again, there's nothing wrong with that either. It's legal now in California. So try out CBD. That is my wellness tip of the week. It has been life-changing for me. And before we dive into this episode with Lena, where we talk all about manifestation, following your dream path, all those good things, I want to thank our sponsor for today's show for Sigmatic. So before I tell you all about Four Sigmatic, I just want you to know about the offer that we have for you guys, foursigmatic.com slash blonde. That will get you 15% off of everything on Four Sigmatic's website. And that link will take you directly to all of my favorites on their product page. So some of my favorites that they have currently, because my favorites are always changing, are the mushroom hot cacao with reishi, which literally tastes like a cup of hot chocolate. I like to mix it with some warm coconut milk and cinnamon. And I I like to use two packets and just make it really decadent and chocolatey. And it totally cures my, or satiates rather, my sweet tooth, that kind of fix that I have to have after dinner of chocolate. So love that. I also love to mix the mushroom hot cacao with the chaga elixir, which is a big um, packed with antioxidants type of elixir that I like to have in the morning that supports not only daily wellness and energy levels, but also helps to protect the immune function. Chaga, not to play favorites, but is my favorite medicinal mushroom, my favorite adaptogen. I also think it tastes the most like coffee. So if you're looking to replace that roasty coffee flavor with something that doesn't have caffeine, chaga mushroom elixir is my favorite. And it has so many health benefits, so many adaptogenic, delicious benefits. And lately I've been hugely on the matcha train. So mushroom matcha. It comes with lion's mane and ginger. That's one of my favorite, favorite Four Sigmatic products. They also have a mushroom latte mix. But to be honest, I actually prefer the mushroom matcha drink mix, which you will find on my shop page, foursigmatic.com slash blonde. And I like that one because I'm not a huge like sweet person when it comes to matcha or anything in the morning. So I like this one because it has ginger, it has lion's mane, it has matcha powder, of course, and astragalus, which is an amazing, powerful adaptogen known for its immune system supporting properties. And it doesn't have like any sweetness to it that doesn't, you know, doesn't please the taste buds. So I think you guys will really like that if you're a matcha fan. And finally, on my favorites page, you will find the mushroom coffee mix. So if you're a coffee person and you want that jolt of caffeine and something to taste really delicious and nutty and flavorful, 
Their mushroom coffee with cordyceps and chaga is a personal favorite. Jonathan drinks it every morning. He probably goes through like four packets a day. So you should talk to him. He's a big fan. And I just love Four Sigmatic. I'm excited to have the founder, Taro, back on the podcast in just a couple weeks um, to talk about his new book. He wrote a book about mushrooms and Santa. And I don't know a whole lot other than that, but I will know a whole lot more after he comes on. So to purchase your own Four Sigmatic, head to foursigmatic.com slash blonde. You will get that amazing discount code. And you can also learn more about mushrooms, adaptogenic mushrooms, and what they do for you and your system on their on their website they have a free educational program so that's pretty amazing and thank you to four sigmatic for sponsoring the show now let's head into today's episode with lena caltagironi all right Lena Caltagirone. I'm so glad you're here. So happy to be here. I'm so glad I know how to say your name now. Yeah, you killed it. (laughs) Um, I'm so glad you're here because the crazy thing is you and I have been talking for so many years before this podcast was even a thought. I know. You have Soulcation, your retreats Mm -hmm. and what has turned into your whole business of manifestation coaching and courses and soon to be so much more already so much more. Um, and you reached out, we decided it was probably four years ago for t-shirts from my old t-shirt line, TBV apparel, the blonde vegan slash truth bounds virtue. We sent them to you, which was like probably one of the only times we ever did that kind of thing just because, we were so in over our heads and we weren't like a big operation, but we sent you whatever it was, 12 or 20 mm-hmm. shirts. And you sent us the coolest pictures of all your retreat women yes. wearing the shirts on the beach. And then you moved here mm-hmm. like two years ago and we somehow have never met, even though we have so many mutual friends and just very similar lifestyles. But, yes. Um, it was a matter of time. Only a matter of time. Exactly. It's all about the timing. Just I like know. we were talking about. So to have you here is perfect. It's so meant to be. It's so divine. And of course, we've already been talking for like an hour because <laughs> we just hit it off. We're similar. And I'm so excited to have you here because everybody you. listening is so into all the kinds of stuff that you do. Yes. So tell us just a little bit about you and what you do and how it all came to be. What's cool is like, so when I first reached out to you, I was still practicing law. So I was like full-time attorney. Oh yeah. I and that was my that. very first retreat. That was my first soulcation. Um, and we were doing it in Florida at the time. So it's like very full circle to be now in this stuff full-time and, and, to be here with you. So it's so cool how this stuff works. It really is. I remember it was in Florida and Mm -hmm. I remember you saying, I'm a lawyer. This Mm -hmm. is my passion on the side. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even like have a face to put to the name. We just sent the shirts and to have you here. It was so sweet of you. I know. And it's like LA, living in LA wasn't even on my radar at the time. Like, so life is like absolutely taken just 
gone in such a different direction for me and for, you know, for all of us. Right. Um, It's wild. Yeah. So I'm doing this stuff full time. I was like building everything on the side for the past three years. So doing attorney stuff during the day and then at night would kind of like just work on my business and like work on the retreat and different things like that. But a year ago, I moved to LA and went full-time in everything. So now it's like grown so much. So, so the retreat is like its own thing now. It's like this, what started as like a baby is like this own persona now. Right. And location's amazing. Um, we do it in Tulum. Probably going to expand to like Bali and maybe like a Malibu one, which is amazing. So special. Yeah. The best places. I know. I manifested the like, I manifested this. I had no idea when I manifested like how all of these things would come together, but it's so cool. Like who would have thought? I don't know. Right. It's Isn't crazy. it cool when you think of like all the bits and pieces of things that you've called into your life yeah. and how they take form yeah. in this shape that you yeah. just couldn't imagine? I could have never put this stuff together because I remember when I was manifesting. So I like passed the bar exam and became an attorney and like, you know, my dad's an attorney I'm the only person like in the family on that path. So I was kind of supposed to like follow in his footsteps, like take over the law firm, all of that stuff. And um, I remember I passed the bar and I was like, uh, I don't know if I want to do this. Like it's not lighting me up by any means. And so I started this process of like manifesting my dream career. And I remember writing down like the things that I wanted and the things I was interested in, like trying to figure out like, what am I good at? What am I here to do? And I wrote down the most random things. Like I like luxury hotels. I like traveling. I like crystals and like law of attraction and connecting with people. Like all these things didn't, I just couldn't have seen how they could have added up or even worked together. I just thought they were all just so random. And now that it's like all in place, it's like, wow, okay, universe, you are good at what you do because I couldn't have figured this out. Yeah, it's not random at all. <laughs> no. But when you look at that list in itself, it probably felt very much that way. 100%. And now you have this retreat series where you go mm-hmm. to luxury hotels, mm-hmm. crystals are involved. I know. <laughs> Law of attraction know. is a huge part of your process, mm-hmm. which we'll get into. Yes. So you manifested your manifestation business. Yeah. Which is wow. so weird. <laughs> and you also coach, you have private mm-hmm. clients. Mm-hmm. I have private clients. Um, I only work with like around five at a time because it is such, they have so much access to me and where it's such like an intimate relationship that I don't have space for more than five. So I have that. And then I have some digital courses and let's see, I just did like a mastermind for people who wanted to start spiritual businesses and that was fun. So it's like always evolving. So how long do people generally work with you for? Starts at three months. So like three months to six months, but I have a few private clients who I've been with for like years. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. And they come to you. Are you kind of like an advisor, like therapist? I mean, what does it look like? Yeah. And what's so crazy is like, I don't even like the word life coach and I never have. It hasn't really resonated with me, but like who I am is such a fusion of all these things. You know, like I am an entrepreneur, I'm into spirituality, I'm certified in like NLP. And I, I love the science of stuff. I love the spiritual stuff. So I'm like this like mix of things. So when you work with me, it's very like, I pull from all these different sources, you know what I mean? So it's like such a mix. Right. So you're a healer 
it, I wouldn't even, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. even know what to call it. I know. You're, I mean, a coach encapsulates it all, but yeah. I agree. I've never liked that word. It doesn't like fit for me. No, I'm It with feels you. like authoritative and it's not really like that because I never tell people what to do. Like I always encourage them to find out for themselves, like to access their own knowing, you know, I don't want anyone to ever like rely on me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I try to encourage my clients to be super independent and like in touch with what feels good and like make decisions from there instead of what I tell them to do. But I do love sharing what I know and like helping them kind of see how they can create more of what they want. And yeah. It's amazing. So do you give them like homework and tasks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have homework. Wow. Yeah. I've never worked with a coach in that sense. I think it would be really cool, really helpful. Yeah. I mean, we have like coaches for everything else. You know, we have like coaches for our bodies and trainers for our bodies to work out and to feel like we have to like do life all on our own. I think is crazy. Like I remember like, you know, we were just, so we were just discussing like a a breakup that I had. I had three coaches at that time. Like I needed that much support. Like I needed that much help. What kinds of coaches? Oh God. I had like, um, like an energy coach. She was like helping me with like energy work, doing Reiki and stuff. I had like a spiritual coach. And then I had like another just kind of like standard life coach. They were all three different, but complimentary. Yeah. I think those are so important to have <laughs> needed it. mentors. Yeah. Like someone was asking me yesterday, cause I was just talking really openly with them about being so sick and just how hard it is mm-hmm. to go from this really healthy, energetic place to then like having Lyme disease and Mm -hmm. having no energy and barely able to maintain my podcast or business Mm -hmm. or anything. And the first thing she said was, do you have a mentor? Do you have someone who's been through this, who's all better, all healed, who you can just like go to? Yeah. And I... And at first I said yes, because I know I've been connected to so many people who have been helpful, who have been there, who have healed, Mm -hmm. but I don't have like that one person or that one coach or whatever you would call it. And now hearing you say this just the day after I was already thinking about this makes me think that could be really helpful. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, as you know, like the mind is so important and it really takes discipline to keep your mind focused on what you want. Right. And we all, you know, and I'm sure your audience knows generally about manifesting and how it's valuable to focus on what you want rather than what you don't want. But sometimes you need someone to help you stay there and stay focused on the vision of of healing, for example, you know, Mm -hmm. because the mind can get dark when you're on your own. You can get lost in like a rabbit hole of like, or whatever the word is, that yeah, phrase is, but rabbit hole, for yeah, sure. you can, you know, so you need someone help you, hole. yeah, you got to help have someone help you hold a vision of like what it is you want and stay positively aiming towards it. Yeah. You know, so do you currently have a coach? I don't have a coach right now. That's I actually cool. don't. It's cool to go through those yeah. ebbs and flows. I've had so many well, you did a lot of personal work when you had three coaches yeah, and you've manifested a ton of amazing things into yes, your life since then. So since you mentioned it, I think it's interesting to talk about, this is one thing that so hooked me into your story and you as a person. When I listened to you on Sheena's podcast Sheena. and that is you were engaged and yes. 
you've walked away from that relationship because it didn't feel right in your heart. And if you could walk us through that story, I think it's just incredibly inspiring. Yeah. Thank you. It was um, definitely a very challenging time. And it's like, I didn't, not only did I like walk away from the relationship and I hate, like, I don't, it's not like giving up on it. So it wasn't anything like that because the relationship itself was amazing. The person I was with is amazing. It had nothing to do with him or our happiness or anything like that. It was like something much bigger and it's kind of hard to explain, but it, it was like, I walked away from the life path that I was on. So we owned, bought a house together, started renovating it together. We were like mapping out our like lives. Like I had the whole attorney path set up. Like I bought a house right down the street from my parents where I grew up. So like it was a whole like life path that I walked away from. And that was in what city? Tampa. So that's where I was born and raised. And so we were going to kind of just like settle down there and probably have kids there. You know, life would have looked so... And I was like right on the cusp of that life, you know? Mm -hmm. You were in it. I was, yeah, I was really in it. (laughs) And you knew it wasn't right. How did you know it wasn't right? Uh, Well, thank God for personal development and tools and things like meditation that helped me like get way more intuitive and just familiar with how I feel and when things are off and when things are not off. I think like when you're not practicing these things, it can get, you can be cloudy and you don't have awareness as to like how you're feeling. So you kind of just like go down this route, but thank God, like I do have a spiritual practice and I do meditate. So I can tell pretty quickly when something feels like super off. So, and I hate, like, it's hard for me to share this sometimes because I never want to hurt people and hurt him. And that, I think that was the hardest part of all this stuff. Definitely. It was the hardest part. Like I can deal with like the pain and the fear, but hurting him, I think was like the worst, obviously. That can be the absolute hardest thing in the world. Yeah. It takes a lot of, it takes a lot of inner clarity, which you had. And that's what I find so inspiring because Mm -hmm. without that, I don't think the decision would have been possible because it is so hard to hurt someone you love. So you have to be incredibly clear on why. And I think that's not only the best thing for you, but the best thing for him because you knew it wasn't right. And that's also like one of the driving forces. Like, so the breakup, it wasn't like one conversation and it was done. You know, this is a six year relationship. So there is like this gray area of time where I was like making sure that this is exactly what I wanted. But one of the driving forces was him because when he proposed, like I immediately felt like something was off. And what's crazy is like, I wanted this for so long. And when he proposed, like I knew something was not right. I was, I shouldn't have been feeling that way. And so as it moved through, we spent a year engaged and like, you know, I tried on wedding dresses and I didn't feel right about it. And I would think about him, like he deserves someone who feels like hell yes at a proposal. Like he deserves someone who feels like, I can't wait to do this stuff with you, you know? So like I thought about him and what he deserves as well, which helped me stay strong through it because it was hard. Absolutely. Yeah. So then how did you get through the the, <laughs> the rest of the difficulty? Yeah. The relationship ended and mm-hmm. 
Then what? Is that when you got the three life coaches? (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. So the relationship, I, I told him what was going on. I moved out to be, just have some space and just make sure that this is exactly what I wanted. So I took space. I started working with a couple coaches just for like support because it shook everybody. Like it shook my entire family, his family, like no one saw this coming. So having lots of support, like my family definitely was helpful and supportive as well, but hundred percent like spiritual practice, like committing to always asking for guidance and like on in every turn for every conversation for every day consistently meditating twice a day, 20 minutes, non-negotiable. Cause I knew like, I need to be so clear. Like I need to be so in touch with myself and so connected to God that like, that's the work of this. So it's like taking one day at a time, focusing on that day and then making sure I'm connected to myself and connected to something bigger than me. And always like, yeah, putting that at the forefront, I think is how I got through it. That's amazing. So when you ask for guidance, what Mm -hmm. does that look like? Mm -hmm. So I have like a constant conversation with, and when I say God, the universe to me, it's the same thing. Constant conversation always throughout my day, like especially when something big is going on. So it's just about asking, like, I remember the initial conversation was the hardest thing I've ever had. So definitely like praying before that, like, please tell me what to say, like help guide this, like, my intentions for this to be so peaceful and loving and like understanding on both sides. So just asking for what I want and having a conversation with God about it and just asking for help. And you felt (laughs) guided through the whole thing. Yeah. That's like unbelievably guided. Right. And that's what we talked about before Mm -hmm. we started recording was to have these moments in our life where we do feel so guided Mm -hmm. and we know that the universe is so strong and supporting and supporting. It can be incredibly affirming Mm -hmm. to those of us who have chosen this spiritual path because we're not really chosen, but just we're a part of it. We landed in it it's so affirming to know that you are guided and there's those moments. I have those moments of doubt sometimes like Mm -hmm. I'm so connected to what is beyond this earth, but I do have doubt at times. Like, is this real? Yeah. Am I crazy? Yeah. You know, am I making all of this questions (laughs) that we ask ourselves? So you were guided by a much stronger force or else you never would have, Oh, just yeah. uprooted your entire life. Did you catch the part of Sheena's podcast where I said, um, or like who I ran into, like after? <laughs> well, I listened, I listened to it. I remember where I was when I listened to it. Even I was like driving on the 405 and it was late at night and it was a while ago. And then yeah. I reached out to you, but then we've been gone. We've both been, or actually I don't think I reached out to you for months because I was so sick, but so I don't it's, remember it's been if I a talked about since it. I listened, but it, it was the craziest, it was the craziest thing. So like, you know how you have a, like a celebrity crush and it's like a joke. It's like, yes, it's like a free pass we in a relationship. Yeah. Mine is Ryan Gosling. Is it? Uh-huh. Okay. Love him. So I had one and it was like <clears throat> this crush for two years. And I just thought he was super inspiring, like very good looking. Like it was a joke, free pass crush situation. And so you didn't, you didn't hear this part of the story? No. Okay, good. Okay. So 
let's see, I had the conversation with my ex and the next day I was supposed to lead the retreat in Tulum, Sulcation. So I flew down to Mexico the next day and I was like, okay, this is going to be great. Like I'm going to be like in my element and committed to like the stuff I'm doing. This will, it's just nice to get away. So I flew to Tulum and I remember I had like two extra days of free time before the retreat started. And of course, this whole time I'm like asking for signs, like, God, is this right? Like this decision, like show me signs, like give me guidance, like help me out here. And uh, I remember I had landed in Tulum was my first time there. And I'm like, this is the most incredible place. If I'm going to go through a breakup, like this is a good place to do it. And especially like surrounded by like the, the Soulcation girls, it's always the best girls. So it was like an ideal place to experience a breakup if you're going to do it. And then I remember getting a call from my friend who was flying down for the retreat. And she's like, you're never going to guess who's on my plane. And he's flying to Cancun as well. Like, and it, it was the person. And I'm like, okay, I just broke up with my ex yesterday. I'm in Tulum. And now this free pass crush is literally on my friend's flight flying to Cancun. Like this can't be, this can't be right. That's insane. I ended up meeting him, like running into him on the beach, like two days after my breakup. Like I've never met this person in my entire life. And out of all the people in the world, the free prep, free pass, like crush, I run into on the beach in Tulum. That two is Two days nuts. after. Yeah. Who is it? I don't want to say. You, you don't? <laughs> I don't want to say. Oh my no. God. Yeah. Okay. Off say. recording. I want to know. It's in other podcasts. I'll tell you. But okay. It is? I don't even think he knows. Like, and so I talked to him. He's amazing. He's super sweet, like down to earth, amazing person. Uh-huh. And I don't even know. I Like, I wasn't going to tell him that. Right. Right. You know? I mean, he would have been flattered. Like, I think to this day, he doesn't know. Right. Yeah. That is incredible. I, I hope but he doesn't like hear you. <laughs> Maybe he will. He would be so flattered. Yeah. I feel like, okay, first of all, that's incredible. It's, and that is divine guidance yeah. in so many ways. Yeah. This is totally different, but I knew this was reminding me of something. And this is a situation where like we did tell the person it's totally different. But mm-hmm. um, when Jonathan proposed to me just like two months ago and I had no idea it was coming whatsoever, mm-hmm. we were in Malibu and like two months or so before we, before he proposed, we had gone to dinner with Cindy Crawford for this influencer kind of like dinner thing that mm-hmm. her, um, skincare company was putting on but we got to go to her house and sit next to her and to Jonathan it was a huge deal because he grew up like idolizing Cindy Crawford and so did his brother and like all of their his guy friends and to me I mean she's awesome and she's an inspiration um of course so we were both really excited and right before he proposed to me I had this like energetic sense that something really exciting was going to happen, but I didn't know what it was. I had, I was blindsided by the proposal, I love um, it. but I had this energetic like buzz yeah. and I was like, Oh my God, Jonathan, I think we're going to see Cindy Crawford tonight. Cause we were going to go to Nobu for dinner. We yeah. were in Malibu and he laughed and he was like, maybe. And the comment went like right over his head, but he knew that I was picking up on like something, something exciting is going to happen. 
And then he proposed, blah, blah. We later laughed like, ha ha. I can't believe I thought like we were going to see Cindy Crawford tonight, but actually you proposed. And then I saw my whole family and my best friends. And like, it was this amazing night that he put together. And then like three weeks or so after he proposed, we did see Cindy Crawford. We ran into her in Malibu again, where she lives. And we went to go say hi to her and I was kind of nervous because I didn't want to like interrupt her. We don't yeah. know her that well. We met her yeah. once, but Jonathan's super confident and kind of fearless in those ways. So I said to him, don't tell, I don't want to tell her about like the engagement thing. It's just weird. <laughs> and we went up and we were talking to her and she's like, what's new? And I said, we actually got engaged and Jonathan thought that that was me like bringing up the thing. <laughs> oh, so no. he said to her, um, Yeah, actually, the night that I proposed to her, uh, Jordan said, oh, my God, I think we're going to see Cindy Crawford tonight because she was just knew something exciting was about to happen. And she looked at us and was like, really? Like, I mean, she was flattered and she was also like, "Okay, your proposal is way more exciting than running into me. She's so down to earth and and just humble. Um, But the whole thing was so funny. And we told her and like she was flattered and the whole thing. She's probably like, wow, this couple is funny or whatever she thought. Um, but she's super sweet and nice and flattered. Yeah, and so that's what I I'm saying is your person, whoever he is, funny. which um, I'll have you tell me when we're not <laughs> recording, um, would be flattered. Yeah. I and would say. He'd be either like creeped out or flattered. I don't, I don't think it would be creepy. <laughs> I think it's just a cool thing. No, like, it was so cool. It, it couldn't have been a bigger sign, honestly, because like, what are, there's, there's no way, like, that's the one person. I don't, I just think it's right. insane. No, it's, it's, it's a insane. divinely guided. Yeah. It was a huge sign. just saying to you, mm-hmm. you're in the right place. Yeah. I love You made a moments. great decision. And so your, your crush is going to be on a beach and Tulum. Yeah. Just to let you know that you're on the right path. Exactly. It's like, okay. Exactly. Thanks universe. Like what else do you have in store for me? This is great. That's so cool. So I've heard you talk about Tulum and how Tulum is like your happy place. It's your so my happy place. vortex yes. of amazingness. It is. Um, what does that feel like to have like a spot <sighs> that is just your place? It's amazing. And honestly, like so I just got back from spending five weeks in Europe and went to so many cool places and um, just, I, I love traveling. Like I love so many different cities. And even after traveling for five weeks and experiencing like Mykonos and Amsterdam and Paris and everything, like still, I still feel like Tulum is like, there's something in my soul that like is very, very, very happy there. So um, yeah, I'm confirmed in my Tulum decision for me, but it feels great. Like I just feel, I don't know how to explain it. I feel like very at home and very at peace. And it feels like very me. Like it feels like I've never had a place that's like, has amazing hotels, great service, amazing food, but also very low key, very naturey, very spiritual, very happy, very like, like everyone's very conscious and awake and aware, but very loving and, and kind. So and I love like a jungle-y vibe. Mm-hmm. And so it's like all my favorite things in one place. Yeah. yeah. Would you ever move there? I would definitely own a place there for sure. So cool. Yeah. I feel like it'd be very dope to have like a boutique hotel. 
tone. That would <laughs> be face. epic. My your face, face was so cute. Yeah, well, it's funny because I feel that way about Kauai. Really? And I've like talked about not a boutique hotel, but yeah. like a retreat center there. Yeah. Um, that's exactly how I feel about Kauai. Yes. Everything you just said. Okay. So you have your like soul home too. Yeah. But I haven't been to Tulum. So ah, you got to check it. I would love it. And it's like, I've been going for a couple of years. Like I went eight times in one year. Did you have it's that like a little location retreats? No, no. You but just I, kept I, going back. Yeah. It's like definitely a place where I feel recharged when I go. So I kind of try to go, it's like maintenance, like self-care. So I would do like a retreat and then I'd go for me and then I'd do a retreat. And then there's also this music week in January, which is like definitely like kind of a party vibe. So if it's not your thing, don't go in January, but it's all my favorite DJs from around the world. And they come to Tulum and like, oh, it's so like cool. Who? Like, God, like Solomon is there, Tale of Us, like Guy Gerber, like these cool. house DJs that play this like jungly, tribally cool music are there. It's like wow. the best. Yeah. So you have that side to you oh, I too. Have so many sides party to me. It's side. insane. Yeah. That's de- so fun. Definitely. So cool. Definitely have a party side. I went yeah. to college in New Orleans. So like, yeah, you've got to have a party side. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I had a party side that was yeah. like, I was so wild. Yeah. People who know me now wouldn't believe it. But the people who knew me then. When was vouch, this? Uh, for many years from high school through college. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think my wild years started pretty young when I was okay. like 15. Uh, so wild. And then all the way through my junior year of college until I studied abroad in Florence and then everything changed. Really? I, I don't, I, I don't think it had anything to do with being in Florence. I think that was just the timing. The timing. And I just, I mean, I did the whole party thing. Like while I studied abroad still, we went to Greece. We went to the pink palace. If you know what that is, it's no. like a wild, like toga party, hostel wow. situation. Like, Boat parties, um, I mean, boat par- booze cruise, like <laughs> central. Um, and I just didn't like it anymore. Yeah. It's so weird. And then I continued partying a lot because I was still in college mm-hmm. and after college because it was all I knew and all my friends and everything. And then I just shifted so far from it. Yeah. And I mean, I still have fun and I of love course. to have fun. Of course. Um, just but I don't know, a different type of fun. And so yeah. it's cool for me to meet like someone like you who's so like me in a lot of ways. Yeah. And you have a party yeah. side. I think that's really Well, the cool. partying is very different than when it used oh, to be I'm in college. Sure. So yeah. like it's a very balanced part, like partying. There's definitely like activated charcoal taken <laughs> Right, you right. Know, like, and it's not super wild, but I do love like being social and I love meeting people and I love music and like I always have, like I used to work at the House of Blues in New Orleans. Like I've always loved live music. So to me, it's like just about having different experiences and like connecting with people and just like living my life and enjoying it. And so it's not about like raging anymore, totally. you know, which yeah. it used to be, like it used to be very ragey. Um, now it's way more balanced. And and it's funny because like, like I have a girlfriend that I travel with all the time and she like me, used to be an attorney. We've known each other for 10 years. She's like my best friend. She's also like very spiritual too. And she loves the same DJs I do. So we have so much in common. But when we go out, we like even integrate this stuff and like manifesting when we're out. So we'll like set intentions for the night. And like, you know, it's it's all very 
intentional and like yeah, yeah. I love that that's yeah. so fun it is fun I and it works in that way yeah it works yeah. oh I'm sure it does it's powerful it's crazy and we still have like again I have a thing of manifesting people like the craziest people are brought into my life um and so that happens to she and I when we're together all the time like what like are there any stories <sighs> <laughs> yeah, but I feel like I can't share them. I'll share them after the podcast. Okay. Yeah. yeah I know. I'm sure they're like specific well, it involves, people. Yeah, specific right. people. So I like never want to like yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. Totally. Just respect everyone's, you know? That's so cool. Well, I feel like we were manifested into each other's totally. lives meeting on email like totally. four years ago. I know. And then our lives have crossed all these crazy paths. Okay, just a brief interruption from this episode with Lena, the amazing manifestation goddess, to talk about our second sponsor for today's show, Sunbasket. So we all know that mindful eating is a very essential part of self-care, but it can be kind of hard to stay on top of mindful eating when our lives are very busy. So I don't know about you guys, but I always fall into the trap of eating out when I feel like I don't have enough time to prepare at home. So the amazing thing about Sunbasket is that they offer 18 weekly recipes, including paleo, gluten-free, vegetarian, vegan, pescatarian, and more. And all of these recipes are delivered with the ingredients straight to your door. So they take care of all of the details. So all you have to do is take care of you. They make it really easy and convenient. I have a lot of favorites on their website right now. Currently, I'm all about the Buddha bowls with braised tofu because you know I am on the vegan train right now. But like I said, they have something that accommodates every lifestyle, every category, which I really like. And they work with the best farms and suppliers to bring you the freshest, most organic produce and responsibly raised meats and seafood. If you're not ordering vegetarian, which is great, I don't discriminate. All lifestyles are the best, in my opinion, as long as you feel healthy and good in your own body. So basically everything with Sunbasket will help you get a meal on the table in less than 20 minutes. So that is a huge bonus. Go to sunbasket.com slash blonde to learn more and get $35 off your first order. That is sunbasket.com slash blonde for $35 off. We will put that in the show notes to sunbasket.com slash blonde. So, so I know you did one of your initial spiritual teachers was Gabby Bernstein. Mm-hmm. And did you do her spirit junkie masterclass? I did. Class? I did her very first spirit junkie no masterclass. It was amazing. So what was that like? Oh, it was so powerful. And like looking back, it was such a turning point, like in my whole journey, because up until that point, like I was always interested in personal development, but I think I didn't feel good enough to to be a teacher of it. You know, like I, I didn't feel like, like I put teachers of this stuff on a pedestal and I just kind of didn't feel like I was good enough. And when I went to her weekend, it was so much about the mission behind why people do this and that the world really does need us all to be like in our best energy and like sharing 
these messages, like, and be lights in the world. So once it kind of took it out of like into that context that this is more like mission-based with the intention to help others, it, it changed it for me. Like I saw the impact that it can have and the impact she's had on me. And it, it I felt more, I don't know, connected to the idea and less selfless about it. You know, less about like my ego and was I good enough and more about like, okay, this actually can really help the world. Yeah. So that's an important so thing. Get out of your own head and kind of go do it. <laughs> so how long thing. ago was that? I, I, like time flies. I, I think, I think it was like th- four years. Wow. Something like that. Four or five years. Yeah. That's really cool. I hope not because it feels like yesterday, I you know, know, but like, I know you're probably I think it right. was, yeah, five years maybe. So who are some of your other spiritual teachers? Oh God. I think everyone is my spiritual teacher. I think everyone, even like people that I come across during the day are my spiritual teachers. You know, you, I truly, I love people. It's like one of my favorite things is connecting with people. And I realize because people ask me, you know, like on Instagram or people that I work with, they're like, how do you manifest people? Like, how do you manifest friendships and things like that? And in answering that question, I realize I have a very strong belief that like everyone that comes into my path is for a reason. And there's something that there's a reason for it. So something I need to be learning or they need, like, there's a reason. So like, yeah, I do feel like I get so much from every encounter. Like I learn so much from everyone. But as far as like big teachers, who's, who's on my radar right now? I, I do love Gabby. I love Marianne. Oprah to me is a spiritual teacher for sure. Absolutely. She's my fave. Yeah. I mean, I'm reading like 10 books that I always read like a million books at a time. So I feel like I'm always learning. Right, always learning. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. What are some books that you're reading right now? I'm reading Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Oh, yeah. I'm reading, um, gosh, I just went to the bookstore and bought like 10. The Abundance Project I'm reading. I'm reading, ooh, it's this is like a super spiritual one. It, have you ever heard of Sinea Roman? Wait. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait. Does she? What does she write about? She like it's like channeled text. Yes. 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 Okay. That's okay. why I was I, very into that for a little while. Dude, I'm I mean, very I still into am, it. But very into um, her books. So there's she has like a whole series, and they're all they're just like they just feel good to read. They have like an energy to them. Does she write about like Pleiadian channeling? No. Uh, maybe, but not from the ones that I've read. Interesting. Because yeah. I'm trying to remember why yeah. I got so familiar with her yeah. at a time. It's like Oren Dobbin is the, okay. are yeah. the channeling names, I guess. Uh, interesting. Yeah. It's good stuff. So she has like one on creating money, personal power, spiritual growth. And the books are like themselves just feel so high vibe. Like I... I can say this to you and like your people because I'm sure they get it. But oh, for sure. Like, I just like carry the book around because it feels good. Yeah. And it's one of those where you can flip to any page and you're going to get something great. That's the best. Yeah. I'm I like love in love that. with her books and her meditations are great. Cool. Yeah. Do you channel yourself? Oh God. I think, I mean, I think we all channel. I, like I don't, I don't, I've never really, well, I've thought about it in, in the context of like, Anytime I'm speaking or creating or anything like that, um, I always set the intention to be used, you know, like speak through me, whatever, and kind of get myself out of the way. And I think I actually learned that from Gabby. 
it's like before you do anything, speak, lead anything, like ask to be of service and to be spoken through. So to me, that is channeling. Absolutely. Yeah. But I don't have any like formal channeling practices. Yeah, no. Uh-huh. But I'm, hey, I'm, nothing's off the table. Yeah. You're open to it. I'm open to it. Um, okay. So this is a fun question. Okay, good. What do you think are your greatest gifts? Ooh, definitely connecting with people. Like definitely connecting with people. I think that, yeah, like getting to know people and having them kind of like open up to me, I think is a gift and feel comfortable with me and like comfortable sharing things. Like that's always come very natural. So yeah, I think that's a gift. I think that, let's see what else. Ooh, I don't know. I feel like this is such a better question for someone to answer about me. I know, you know, I know, but it's fun to answer it about fun. ourselves. It we never fun. do. I mean, I'm a great manifester. Like that right. is a gift. Like I yeah. actually create like the wildest things. Yeah. So that is you cool. Are. And let's see what else is a gift. Um, I think I'm good at making people feel good. And yeah. And that's something like I didn't realize that I did. Um, but yeah, like I can, I'm pretty optimistic and I can pretty much like see, I just see things differently. Mm -hmm. So I think that helps people to feel good. Yeah. 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 You have a very, very, very good energy about you. Thank you. So that contributes to your greatest gifts. Thank you. I love that. It's a great question. It's fun. Yeah. It's good to think about. Yeah. It's something that we don't like do very often is talk about about our greatest strengths and our greatest gifts. Yeah. But we all have them. Yeah. And learning. Like I love, like I have a voracious appetite for learning things. So um, is learning, can learning be a gift? Yeah. Understanding things? I mean, like the, brain? Like the desire to learn. Yeah. Oh yeah. Speaking of that, you have your certification in NLP. NLP. Yeah. Tell us about that. So that's the most fascinating thing in the world. And when I took, it was like a two week certification And it was actually in LA, but it was before I was even making plans to move to LA. Um, It's it's just like the science. So I love manifestation from a spiritual perspective, um, but there's the attorney side of me that also loves logic and reason and and science. And so NLP to me is kind of the science behind why this stuff works, like how your brain actually does just receive information and create certain things based on your beliefs and your thoughts. Like what it did for me was really validate manifestation and the things that I teach from like a scientific perspective. Um, But I think it's the most fascinating thing in the world. It's like also about different ways people communicate non-verbally and just, um, it's just fascinating. And I I remember going through the training. I'm like, God, I wish college was like this. Like, I wish I could learn about this stuff for, you know. Learn about what you really, really are interested in. Because it was like all day training every day. And it was like, I couldn't get enough of it. So how long was the training? I think it was like two weeks. And what is it for people who don't know NLP? Neuro-linguistic programming. So a lot of, um, and it's, everyone asked me, and I need to come up with like a short answer to what it is because it's hard for me to explain. But again, it's like helping people break patterns around thinking and create new patterns and just things like that. I bet that was really helpful in your own life. Yeah. It's useful for everything. Yeah. Yeah. And it helps you connect to other people too. Like, and it gives you a lot of tools for your own life to kind of 
just empowering tools, like modeling, for example, like say, like I used to be very scared of public speaking. It was something that like I had a terrible experience and like blanked out on something and then just kind of assumed that I could never publicly speak. Um, but we learned like really cool tools that you can apply to yourself and clients where you can get past mental blocks like that. And modeling is one of them. And they, they teach you, for example, like think about someone who has the skill that you want. So for me, public speaking, I was like, okay, Kevin Hart, he's like an amazing, he's so confident. He's like commands, I mean, hundreds of thousands of people on stage and is just so authentic in him and like in his element. So they're like, okay, so think of that person and think about what it's like for them on stage speaking. What are their mannerisms? What is their tone of voice? Like, what are they doing? And then visualize it and, and model it. Like walk yourself through it mentally where you're on stage, standing like him, speaking like him, presenting like him, see yourself doing it. And then like just that process alone, like helps you to embody those traits. And it makes you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it's super cool. So tools like that, that I think are just helpful in you being like your best self. Yeah. Like expanding what's possible for you. I love that. Yeah. I think that's something that we can all do. Yeah. Like imagine some kind of inspiration of yours Mm -hmm. and then imagine yourself Mm -hmm. embodying those traits that you Mm -hmm. admire. Totally. I I use this all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I pulled the Kevin Hart and see, he's a person I want on my future podcast. Oh, hell. Wouldn't he be amazing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of like running into people, I've run into him before um, in New York. I was having a birthday dinner in the East Village and someone at my table was like, oh my God, that's Kevin Hart behind us. And he was at this huge table with all these comedians, but I don't know who they are. I only really know who he is, but apparently people who are really into comedy recognized all the comedians he was with. Oh my gosh. And um, I don't know if he still has this, probably not. I think it was just at the time he had his own Snapchat like filter or whatever. Do you know about this? No. Well, maybe it was just that day or that week or whatever. So he was using it like crazy and we were all like in it because we were behind him. And it was a very cool experience. He's hilarious. Like I die for his comedy. It's I will will be in tears. Like there's something about his specific style of comedy that just resonates with me and it just makes me... I think I can't even take it. He's so funny. He's so funny. I need to listen. Or I need and to he watch has a more book out. And um, actually one of the girls in the last location, she brought that book with her to Soulcation. And she's like, you have to read this. This is his story about how he created success. But she's like, it's all the things you teach, like mindset and visualization. And so he uses those tools too. Like a lot of success. So he has so to many come people. on your future I know. podcast. Oh, he's, um, you know I'm manifesting that yes. for sure. So tell us about your manifestation technique. Okay. Speaking so, of. So I teach it. And, and what's crazy is like, I teach it in one way and eventually like it becomes second nature. Like it kind of just becomes second nature. So the way I teach and the way I live it are kind of not different, but I don't have to sit down and like do the process anymore. Uh, but sometimes I will, like if I want to manifest like a new apartment or something like that. But definitely it's about first, you know, and I'm sure you've heard the ask, believe, receive kind of format, but starting by getting very clear on what it is you want and how you want to feel and the elements that are like non-negotiable for you. Like for example, apartment hunting, you know, like we were just talking about 
flooring and natural light and how it feels inside, like getting very clear on those things that you want. And I think clarity alone, like definitely is such a powerful organizational tool. Like I think things start coming together once you start getting clear on what you want. It's like shooting an arrow in a direction. So asking for what you want and then believing it. So your mind ha- mindset has to match what you want. So you have to not constantly like it's a hard job, but just be aware of your thoughts and your speech and your actions and making sure all of those things are aligned with what you want and not having counter thoughts often, you know? Um, and then working through like any beliefs that come up that that you find rise to the surface that might say, you know, you can't have this or it's too hard to find an apartment like that or just learning how to navigate thoughts like that and kind of reprogram your mind a little bit. And then receiving is kind of is the action component. So I definitely, you know, making your dreams happen like takes action. Like you don't just sit there and will it all into life. So it's about different um, practices and they're kind of like, NLP is infused on different things like meditations and journaling and visualizations and acting as if like different techniques of action that you do to bring it into fruition. So these are the kinds of things you do on your retreats and with your clients. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah. So what are some of the other elements on the retreat? So the retreat is, um, I love the retreat and it's, it's, so me, you know, because I always say this, I'm like such a mix of all these different parts of me. I'm a Gemini, like there's a lot of different parts of me and the retreat is the same. So it's not, there's personal development, but it's not super strict personal development. And that's all it is. You know, it's part fun. It's part bonding with people. It's part rest and relaxation. It's part, um, chilling alone time and personal development. So it's like a nice, balance. It's not like super strict yoga, but there's daily yoga. It's not super, you know, it's, it's a mix. Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect mix. I love everything. Um, so we'll head into the rapid fire questions. Okay. They don't have to be too rapid. Okay. Um, so you just said you're a Gemini. Gemini. What are your rising and moon signs? Okay. I have no idea because I don't know the time I was born. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Do you have it on your birth certificate? No. Oh, I know. So I ordered a birth certificate and this is like the worst. Like I feel like it's it's such a problem in my life. Like no one knows my birth time. My mom doesn't know. She had a very hard delivery. Like she almost died. Oh, wow. And so like it was just a blur, I think for my parents. It was in the evening. We know that, but we don't know the exact time. And I even ordered a birth certificate and it wasn't on there. Wow. So it's like the great mystery of my life. Oh, this happened with my friend, Rachel, who's been on this podcast. Like really? I need to talk to People are familiar with her. Um, but we figured it out. I think we figured it out. She knew within like a 10 or 15 minute period, but mm-hmm. at first she didn't. But then they, I don't know if they called the hospital or if her mom and her dad just like kind of remembered, but it yeah. wasn't on her birth certificate. And it was cool because even though we don't know the exact minute she was born, mm-hmm. 
we inputted like all the different possibilities and it all stayed the same. Cool. So if you did figure out like generally the okay. hour, okay. it would stay the same. Okay. Your, um, rising in your moon, your human design. Yeah, I need to oh. find it. I think how much information I'm missing by not knowing. I know. I know, it's crazy. And it's one of those things, like I feel like if I really put all this time and effort, I could figure, figure it out. out. But it's, it's kind of a process. I know. There's so much other stuff going on. I know. I, I'm like... And I keep trying to assign my mom to it because she's super efficient and great at these things. And for some reason, it's just like not happening for me. I know. It'll happen at the perfect moment. I, I agree. I wanted, because I'm super into all this stuff. Yeah. I wanted my parents to look for their birth certificates yeah. forever. And they didn't, they like wouldn't. And they Well, not that they wouldn't, but like they didn't right. know where they were. They didn't care. And then my mom found hers. And then my dad found his at the perfect time. I feel like it was the perfect time. Of course. So then I learned with human design that he's a reflector, which is what I am, which is like, I don't know if you're familiar, but reflectors are extremely rare. Okay. So the fact that he's a reflector is crazy. That's and so like, cool. we're so different from each other. So huh. I learned tons of things about him. But if he had found his birth certificate sooner... I wouldn't have like studied human yeah. design. So it's, it's all perfect. Divine timing. Yeah. You're going to figure it out at yeah. some point. I'm, and I will let you know as soon yeah. as I do. I'm I dying wait. for my human design. Like I want to know I so know. much about it. I know. You what do you think I am? Do you well, have any idea? I was, I was going through them all in my head. There's a couple thoughts. Uh-huh. I think you would maybe be a generator. Okay. Which is... I think generator is the most, um, the highest percentage of people are generators, mm-hmm. which like my best friend, Danielle is a generator and okay. she didn't want to be a generator because she's like, oh, if that's the highest percentage, that's not special so basic. or whatever. <laughs> but I told her, you're so lucky that you're a generator because that means the world was built for you Ooh. and you have an easy time in the world, I do. socially, uh, academically, with work, manifesting yeah. everything. Danielle it's totally like that. And I feel like you're like that. And then yeah. as a reflector, which is a non-energy being, mm-hmm. um, meaning if you look at a human design chart, we have all these different circles that go up and down. It's kind of like the chakras, but a little different. Okay. And all of mine are white, meaning they're open. They're like cool. translucent. Cool. Except for I soak in other people's energy. So being out in the world is exhausting and painful. And like, I get really sick and I am really sick. It has its amazing qualities, of course. Yeah. but generators, all their stuff is like colorful and filled up and you're your own generator. So yes, and Jonathan, that's so what I believe. Yeah. Too. Jonathan's a generator. He has his own motor. He generates mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need that much sleep. Mm-hmm. He um, generates me because mm-hmm. like I, I don't have a generator inside of me. I don't have a motor. I don't even have one filled in circle on my wow. human design chart. So I would say you're either a generator or a manifesting generator. Okay. And I've noticed just from tons of research, a lot of Yeah, you're super knowledgeable. Knowledgeable I, I about this, this kind of stuff. Okay. I'm totally um, coming to you as soon as I find out my time. Yes, yeah. You can like help a me. lot of healers are projectors, um, which is also a non-energy being, and I just don't see you as a projector. Okay. So I see you as a reflector. I totally trust. I feel like you're probably right generator. on point with this. 
Yeah. My second thought would be manifesting generator. Okay. Manifester, of course, you're a manifester, mm-hmm. but it's a little bit different in human design. Um, okay. So yeah, I can't Ooh, wait to figure out. I'm so this. excited. I'm totally coming to you. Yeah. You're help okay, me. good. I actually want to become a human design chart reader. So that's... Really? It's part of, yeah, it's part so of my should. Path. I mean, it's part of the path yeah. that I envision. Yeah. It could change. So oh, that's so cool. Manifesting that into my life, manifesting the energy to go through with that mm-hmm. and do it. Oh, I love that. I yeah. totally see that for you. It just feels like natural. It's so fun. Yeah. You're super I love into it. it. It's so fun. Um, favorite. Do you have a favorite crystal? Ooh, I love selenite. Me too. Yeah. It charges everything yeah. up. Yeah. It's so multifunctional. I have like selenite lamps next to my bed. Ooh, they're phenomenal. I'm going to have to ship that from uh, Amazon. And they're like towers and they light up, but they're right next to my bed. Because I used to sleep with one next to my bed. And this is like just double, d- double, double duty. Power. Yeah. Double the power. So but cool. it's, I just feel like it's a refreshing stone. And I like the idea that it, has many purposes and is like neutral. Yeah. I yeah. love it too. That's so cool. Feels good. Um, favorite workout. Ooh. And this changes all the time because I am such a damn Gemini. Um, what do I love? I love, I love like a megaformer Pilates kind of vibe. Like, I think it's called the megaformer, right? Like I think the, so. Yeah. So not like Matt Pilates, um, like the, the more intense Pilates, yeah, yeah. megaformer kind of thing. Cool. But I love every, I love soul cycle. I love, um, I mean, I love yoga of all types. Me too. It's yeah. the best. Ugh, it I is. love it. It truly really is. Where do you go to yoga? There's a little studio. So I do a lot of like home stuff. Like I do a lot of videos from home, mm-hmm. um, but there's a yoga studio like right across from my place. And it's just like a little neighborhood one. It's super chill. It's called Yoga Vibes, which is very, <laughs> very like, it's I think vibe name. is like my most used word. So of Same. course there's so Yoga good. Vibes yeah. like right across the street from me. Um, of course. And it's so cute because like the classes, they'll be like brunch vibes or like slow vibes. I'm like, Ooh, yeah. I like that. Isn't that good? I like a good title that yeah. like really a good tells theme, what you the know? class is about for sure. Yeah. Um, if you were an animal, what animal would you be? Ooh, uh, wow. These are phenomenal questions. Thanks. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I wrote them. Oh. <laughs> I made them up. I love learning these things about Oh my people. gosh. My favorite. If I could be an animal, what would it be? Oh my gosh. I don't think I've ever been asked this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, see, I'm so good at my job. Um, I would pick, I mean, I think I'd just would be really dope to be a bird. Like, I don't think it's the most powerful animal I could be, but I love the aspect of flying. I think that that's so cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I would, I guess I would pick, uh, of course, I'm going to need to have like three animals that I choose because I can never choose just like one, anything. Yeah, you can choose as many as you want. Ooh, um, oh gosh, it's so different. I always ask Jonathan for, (laughs) we're so weird. I'm so weird. I always ask him what animal would I be? What animal would he be? Yeah. What did he recently say that I would be? Oh, well, we always say we're both penguins because penguins mate for life and like they pick their love and it's just like there. And I told you with Jonathan, like 
I knew. I love a love story. I love your story. Thanks. After one date, like he was my person. So I feel like together, me and him are penguins. Okay. So that's your um, couple animal choice. Yeah. For me personally, um, I mean, I was told by a shaman who I love that having cats around me Mm. is like extremely powerful for me. And after he told me that a series of events brought Hudson, my cat into my life and we're attached at the hip. Like we literally, I mean, if I'm home, like we are in the same room, he's usually like, he'd be like sitting on the computer if he was awake. We're so connected. Um, I got him three years ago and three years ago is when I started to get very spiritual and Mm -hmm. my whole life really shifted a lot. Um, So I don't know if that means that I am a cat, like that I would be a cat, but I love like feline energy. Yeah. Cats and cheetahs and leopards and snow leopards. Now that you say that, I'm totally on board with that. Yeah. So cat kind of stuff. And then I love the ocean. So my third would be a dolphin or a whale or a fish. I'm totally with you. I love feline energy. I love ocean energy. Mm -hmm. I think maybe like... I really resonate with butterflies. I love butterflies. Yes, Those are my butterflies. Oh my God. That's what <laughs> Jonica said I was. Face. She's yeah. like the cutest. Oh my God. I know. This is what like lights me up. This conversation. I yeah. Me too. My dad has always called me in uh, the Italian word for butterfly, but he means it in a way. He's like, you always just like float from like, he's like, you're just so floaty. You just float from one thing to the next. And yeah. I love it. Yeah. So that's like my little spiritual symbol is butterflies. They're powerful. Yeah. Butterflies like surround me at different points when I really need them. I feel like it's spirit guides and ancestors and they have so many messages. Yes. You're such a butterfly. Yes. I see it. I love it. Um, Let's see. If you were a color, what color best represents your energy? Ooh. I would say... And it's interesting because this isn't like the color that I would choose for like my my life. Like I would say purple. I love, I think like the energy of purple is like a cool, regal, beautiful energy. So I would say that, but like decor wise, it's not, I'm like white, everything. Uh-huh. Like white on white on white. Yeah. And my clothes are all black. So. Uh-huh. Except <laughs> for white today. Yeah. White today. Yeah. It's like white. I'm very like neutral. Uh-huh. Um, but if I could like embody a color, I would say purple. Beautiful. Purple vibes. I love purple. Yeah. Crown chakra. Yes. Wisdom. Yes. All those things. So pretty. Um, amazing. So tell us what is on the horizon for you. What's next? Oh my goodness. Everything. Um, and I love like, I love knowing what's not like, I love not knowing what's on the horizon. You know, like I feel yes. like I feel so much coming. I feel um, I definitely want a podcast. So I'm going to come yeah. to you get, oh my gosh, get the yes. Queen's um, guidance on this. But I can't wait for you to have a podcast. podcast. I want to interview people like Kevin Hart and French Montana and like cool, successful people from different walks of life and hear how they manifest, like how they use these things. Just so that people can see A, how common it is and like B, find their own unique way of doing these things. Because like my process is not going to, like you can pull different parts of it, 
you know, that work for you. So I think it's cool to show how different people use this stuff. So definitely a podcast at some point, Sulcation, Malibu, Sulcation, Bali. I'm sure another Sulcation, Tulum. Lots of new digital courses. I have one out right now on money and abundance and the mindset around that. I know it's so We should do another podcast just about manifesting money. hundred percent. Like it is, and my reason for doing it is like, just the flexibility and freedom it can bring people because nothing breaks my heart than someone feeling powerless around it and having to do things with their time um, and work for companies and do things that are not them because they're, they don't, they're scared of right. money, you know, Absolutely. and make choices because of that. So I feel like it's a super empowering thing to learn how to create it on your own. And Yeah. It's so empowering. So that we have to do a podcast. Totally, on that. I love it. I'm like super. I'm reading so much about abundance oh, right now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to talk about it. I, I feel like that's never been a big block for me. It's yeah. It's just it's been great. Like building my business. Being, yeah. Having abundance, mm-hmm. and so the universe finds little ways to like bring it into my life for me to pay more attention to it. Like mm-hmm. currently having basically choosing the most expensive wedding venue on the planet. And then Ooh. only later, well, it's not literally, but I mean, cause I'm feels sure like weddings it. can become astronomical depending yeah. on where they are, but it feels like it. And it yeah. definitely is up there. And that was something I only like really learned after I was dead set on yep. the venue. So it's going to so, call you up to that new level. Yeah. It's calling me up to yeah. the new level and I feel it like, at first I took it as a really overwhelming feeling mm-hmm. and now as of today, cause this is all just yeah. happened over the weekend. Um, I'm taking it as like, okay, the universe wants me to step up and doesn't want me to create fear and anxiety and overwhelm around this. Yeah. It's more like rise up. Yeah. Rise up. Powerful. Yeah. Power this vibes. Is my wedding day. Hell yeah. Because of course I've had these thoughts of like, oh, do we even have to have a wedding? Like, it's no, all you about get to have love. everything that you want. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. No settling vibes. Yes, yes, yes. Love that. Yeah. We should do like a series or something on money. We should. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. I have, as far as what's next, I have like a project in mind. I'll tell you about Mm -hmm. when we stop, but like that would go hand in hand. Cool. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about all these things. Yay. So tell everyone where they can find you. So Instagram is like my main, well, obviously I have a website as well, which is lenacaltagironi.com. And a lot of free resources on the website, like all my digital courses, things like that um, are amazing. But Instagram is like my love. And it's so funny because for the longest time, I didn't feel, I didn't love any social media platform. And I always felt like it was work and I didn't love posting. And I, I did a lot of things because I felt like I had to in my business. Um but now like I really do love my Instagram. My stories are like my favorite things in the world. I love them. So um, I'm always constantly trying to share because this stuff is so integrated into my life. It's not like I teach this and then I go home. Like it's my lifestyle. So I try to share like little bits and pieces about how I use these concepts in everyday life throughout the day. Um, So there's a lot of stories (laughs) constantly happening on my yeah I like your stories thank you yay so people can find you there yep they can learn all about you on your website yes and 
Thanks so much. Oh for my being God. Here. Thank you. It was so fun. It was so fun. I it love it. So we could talk forever. Literally. Well, we have been talking yeah. for two hours. <laughs> yeah, you guys missed like a whole, yeah. a whole hour too. Yeah. We'll, well you'll be back two. on. Of course. Yay. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to today's episode with Lena. I know that you probably just soaked in so many good vibes from her. She's such a high vibrational person. Now she's frolicking around Europe and I'm so jealous. I'm so glad that I've been following her closely on Instagram because her stories, like she said, are so fun and I'm just really proud of her and everything she's accomplished. I think everything she's done ever since her and I first were in contact with each other is pretty amazing. She's truest, truest example of someone who's living in her light and living her dharma, as I would say, as many, many of us would say. So Lena, thank you for being here today. I can't wait for everyone to check out your website and have so much fun perusing around everything you do and all of your different programs and courses that you offer. So thank you again for sharing with our Soul on Fire tribe. Just wanted to remind everyone listening about our sponsors for today's episode, Four Sigmatic and Sun Basket. You can get that amazing discount at Four Sigmatic Mushroom Coffee by going to foursigmatic.com slash blonde and Sun Basket by going to sunbasket.com slash blonde. Nice and easy. Um, thank you so much for supporting the show. If you would like to stay in touch and keep the conversation going, head to the Soul on Fire tribe on Facebook and join and introduce yourself and make friends from all over the world. We have an incredible community over there. And if you feel inspired to rate and review the show, I would absolutely love to have you send in your rating and review on iTunes and then send me a screenshot to Jordan at thebalancedblonde.com and I will personally thank you and send you my blogging tips and tricks document to thank you for supporting the show and rating and reviewing as that really, really helps with visibility on iTunes and getting more eyeballs on, you know, this soul on fire lifestyle, living the high vibe life, which all of you do. And if you're just listening and you have no desire to rate and review and no desire to purchase Four Sigmatic or Sun Basket or anything, that's fine too. I always want to remind you guys that I started this podcast to have you listen and to connect with you guys and to spread the soul on fire vibes and just make people's day better all around. So I'm never here to force you to buy anything or do anything. I just want you to kick back and relax when you listen to this show. So thank you for being here again and um, say hi. Come say hi on Instagram, The Balanced Blonde. I try to get through all my direct messages. I know I miss a lot, but I appreciate it nonetheless and love to have you guys here. So thank you for listening. Have a soul on fire day and we'll talk soon.